Welcome to the Vault Podcast, everybody. Uh, as is tradition, mm-hmm. uh, we will go with the uh, the blessing of the podcast from Terry the Triceratops. It needs, it needs uh, yeah. to be blessed. It needs to be blessed. And uh, Dan, uh, three we pronged approach. Please salute. Uh, salute. Please salute Terry. I'm just gonna. You're just gonna. What are you gonna do back there? What are you he's not. Sl- oh. oh, what's going on, Terry? Is there something the matter? Well, I think he's a bit concerned. Why is that? that it's, an, it's an all-male cast. And oh. he must miss Jess. This is the first episode without a female. Yes. Oh my well, what goodness. Is this? Te- okay, we need to convince Terry. Um, okay, Terry, Jess is away. I know there's a lot of men in the room, um, mm. but I still think it's going to be a good podcast. Terry, salute, salute. Thanks, yes, Terry. Okay, no, great. That's he, good. We're, we're he approves. Pardon? Like, that was well reasoned. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we do miss Jess. We do miss Jess. Jess is again away on uh, who knows. Much needed vacation. On Probably vacation time, a little holiday break. Uh, but today, instead of Jess McLean, uh, you have David Wakeley, pushes off buttons. Nathan, Dan, Steve, Phil, uh, what's your name? <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Jeff well, on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dan Learcher, uh <laughs> resident funny man and uh, fact, fact checker. checker. Over here we have Graham Berry, mm-hmm. and his so perspective is going to be very interesting because he has been a kids pastor mm. at Hillsong Church, mm. and he's now mm. he has now um, works on a campus level at a campus level. So oversees a lot of the ministries that happen in a location in Newcastle, mm-hmm. which is uh, just a short few clicks above Sydney in Australia. Uh, we have Ben as well, and Ben is in his role is the creative kids pastor mm. at our Hills location, which is our biggest location, like the mothership of of Hillsong Church in Australia. Yeah. And uh, and and his role is very much there is very there are very few kids creative pastors on our staff. As in, I think he's the only. We do have some part times. Three in Australia. Three in Australia, and to be honest, we've never really at Hillsong Church. We've never really had kids creative pastors. Uh, as a thing, because uh, it's it's we focus on yeah, well, uh, it's just like this one of these roles we've always wanted, and eventually we're going to get there. And we've got now Ben, and we've got uh, a few people around, and it's hopefully going to get more and more as the there's time goes on. There's actually seven more on staff. They've just never rocked up to work. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they're so creative. Need fact check oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> fact check. Now, can Ben just have a look at the camera? Just just put your head down. This is what a wonderful hat. Oh. Can we zoom up on it? No, no one's on the camera. <laughs> uh, if you're watching, if you're listening, he could just walk closer. If he could l- zoom up on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are watching on YouTube, wow. you'll see Ben's Vegemite hat. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, you have no idea what's going on. Or on, on Apple Podcasts. start going around the room. When was your first experience of Vegemite? Mm. My first experience? Yeah. Oh, I think you'd be like like five years old having a Vegemite and cheese sanger. Yeah. Yeah. School. Wow. I grew up in New Zealand and Marmite was a little more popular mm. than Vegemite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have had them both and I would have had them at a very young mm. age. Probably mm. two. Wow. We we had we had we had marmite growing up, but my grandmother had Vegemite, right. and then she put that on, and I had a sandwich because it's a lot. There's a lot more punch to it. There's Vegemite a lot more punch in Vegemite and than I marmite. Just went, yes. it's what is this? <laughs> it was amazing. I like right. Vegemite. It's a man's mind. That's what yeah, you call it. it is. I enjoy it. Did uh, you have Promite? That was Graham. Even growing up in England. Yeah, we didn't have Vegemite. We had you had Oxo. <laughs> no, we had Marmite. Yes, and there was actually an ad campaign for Marmite. Either you love it, you love Marmite, or hate Marmite. That was like part of their thing. They knew that loads of people hated it, and I was a hate Marmite person. And then came to Australia, and yeah, Vegemite was not my favourite. You don't like Vegemite at the moment. I won't. I don't eat it. Right. Mm. You don't have to. We do. My children do. Yeah. Right. And anytime there's crumpets oh, or things yes. like that, yes. I will not. 
I just cannot fathom Vegemite on crumpets. What it has to be jam. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I would go with honey. I would go with honey on yeah, crumpets. Eggs. Like eggs on crumpets. Eggs, eggs on crumpets. Yeah, egg, I've exactly never done sweet in. crumpets. That was something I learned when I moved to Sydney. Never done that growing up. Really? Oh, interesting. Ha- hands up. One wow. more Vegemite hands question. Up. Really, Dan? Who, who, so so who has mm. given an American friend yes. to- called an Australian chocolate before? Uh, yeah, and, and they get a whole dollop on it. Yeah, big spoon. Hold your nose when you eat it. That's me. That's you. Yep. Dave. I don't think I've ever. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but I've lived. seen it happen. Wow, you're the nice one. Yeah, I am very nice, which is unusual. That's unlikely. <laughs> By the way, uh, if, if if you are listening, watching, you have no idea what Vegemite is. There's probably a million YouTube videos of people tasting Vegemite for the first time. Yeah, and if you haven't, then I recommend you do it because it's a taste that is to be acquired, thinly spread Ooh. upon a. Uh, and I would recommend, a as I recommend, Me. lots of butter, mm, yes. lots of butter, Melted. and that and that 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 that. that Combination, combination is very nice. Yeah. Is the word yeah. looking for. Mm. Um, all right. Well, welcome. So this is the first time we've ever had a four-person pe- podcast. Ooh. A what now? And a four-person podcast. Yep. <laughs> a four-pp. Uh, a four-pp. We've had three-pp, never two-pp. But no, it's always been three. So this is a very exciting day. And there is lots of questions to get through. I've got my notes here, Dan. It says here, build rapport. Check. Okay. Um, have you? I don't know if you have not Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Actually, I did all the questioning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys got rapport with me? Okay, three quarters of the room are I fine. can't tick yeah. that off. I won't be ticking off that then. Okay, just, yeah, In TK. progress. Uh, uh, TK. Loading window. Updates. Uh, it is currently, uh, we've talked about everybody's names, what they do. Um, I was going to say updates. Oh, oh, this is episode number nine. Yep. And as we, as two episodes, uh, like a couple of episodes ago, we suddenly had questions coming in. So we're still riding that high, Dan, of people it's being so interested exciting. in what we're doing. Yes. Such a high. Oh. So it is very, it's actually very exciting when people are interacting with what we're doing. So we're loving it. It's thank you. But keep those questions coming in. Air where, Dan? The vault at hillsong.com. The vault at hillsong.com. Whereabouts is it, Ben? The vault at hillsong. Could you clarify that? At hillsong.com. Okay, thank mm. you. The uh, vault. Dave, I think uh, an update you need to talk about our rap party we just had. Uh, our rap party, that's correct. Yo, yo. Um, Hillsong Kids has been making curriculum and, and resources, albums since 2004, curriculum and resources for churches since 2008. Eight. And we are notoriously bad at, at celebrating sometimes <laughs> <laughs> because we just move on with the next thing. And we're like, oh, let's keep going and uh, doing what God's calling us to do. But sometimes you need to take a break and have a party. And so uh, last night it was Halloween, in, 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 which is not big in Australia, but still people love it's a dress bigger. up. It's getting, it it's getting bigger. bigger. Yeah. And people love to dress up. And why wouldn't you? Uh, so we uh, went into the heart of Sydney and had our own little rap party. Mm-hmm. And it was a great time. And great. we celebrated uh, what we'd done over 10 years. And uh, for us, it was a significant night. Like a like little step back and go, hey, we've actually done great. A yeah. couple, uh, st- couple of stats from the night, okay. which I thought was amazing. Go so on. 15 curriculums made, mm. over 70 hours of video content. Mm, 70 and another hours. little tip that you guys might have not heard, three quarter of a million words in written material. Wow. Three quarters of a million. So that's 750,000 words. We've put seven, and all of them um, 100% theologically correct. Yes. That was the other stat. Except for the one I wrote and then you <laughs> then took we, that out. And then we edited it. Um, <laughs> so so that is that's a significant thing. It's yeah. impressive. And so that's a good to update. Catherine shout for out writing to all of those. 100%. 
three uh, seven hundred thousand. <laughs> pretty much most most of them, them herself. Yeah. Some of them we wrote. We did write some scripts, Dan. Right. We did, wrote did some you jokes. Write for us at one point. Uh, it's it's How many of those words? It's did you insignificant. Do? Yeah. Graham wrote fourteen of those words, and I then we took the, out seven. I wrote like the title page of each of the different leader guides. Right. Okay. But it is a skill. Leader guide. It is a skill, and if you're out there listening or watching, and you're going, "Hey, we could make our own curriculum." You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so much work. I, I want you to consider seriously before you do it. Yeah, talk, it's, to, talk to us at half a million words and then we'll chat. <laughs> it's, it's so, like, everyone, everyone can pull off one curriculum, one resource, but to keep it going for this long is, it's, it's so much work. Did I mention how much work it was? But how much also, work is it? So much work. Also, what it is included with what you guys have done for 10 years, there is, like, every little thing you could possibly think of. So why would you go and make your own when oh. everything is done for you? Sell it. And you just rock up there and you just have to focus on your team and your kids. Sell it, man. Well, that's the great thing. No. The, the great thing we do for our, even our own churches, all of our locations around Australia and the world, they all they have to do is focus on pastoring kids. It takes a huge amount of the workload off. Uh, so wherever you are in, your, in the world, 100% uh, look at what you're doing and how much time you're spending on mm. getting the weekends ready. Mm. Uh, and then just just evaluate your time and go, you know what, what am I called to do this? Because some of you will be. We're like uh, Part of our calling is to create resources. Mm. But is it your calling? Yeah. Is it what God wants you to do with that? Yeah. that what is it? What's a work week? 40 hours a week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 38. 38 hours a week, 40 hours a week. Uh, uh, that What does God want you to do with that time? And yep. anyway, I would and, seriously look at it. And remember, there's always someone on your team that can make curriculum. Us. We're part of <laughs> We're your part team. We're part of your team. Oh, yes. Welcome yeah. to the team. As wow. you know, uh, you're a part of, if you're a listener, a watcher of the, the Vault podcast, you're automatically in our team. We're in your team. So let us team together mm-hmm. and let us go to our first question. Ooh. Team up. Here we go. It's not even a question. It's I, an email, Dan. Guess from who? It's friend Tash. Oh, oh Tash. Tash. Whoa, whoa. Tash. a couple episodes ago. Yes. 100%. Tash. So Tash. Tash. Tash is, we gave Tash a big shout out. She won email of the week. Yes, she did. Uh, and she just sent us an email here saying, okay. I'm going to say that better. Okay. I don't know how to use it. That's, written okay. that's so Tash. It's so Tash, right? Could you bless my life anymore? Uh, crying emoji. Laughing crying emoji. Um both of them were laughing. Did, did she include the emoji or actually wrote it out verbatim? <laughs> no, she wrote it in Laughing, crying emoji. I was laughing so hard. Thank you for asking my questions. It was gold. We love gold. Mm. Gold. You guys are the best for real. And I needed that encouragement. Well, Tash, uh, blessings upon you. Uh, and she won email of the week. And uh, you should be getting that prize. Oh, you probably will have got I've it by already now. already just sent it. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much. Thank All right, Tash. That's an easy question. Done. Done. Team member Tash, thank you right so much. Right again, team member Tash. Uh, now, uh, later on we will be doing – oh, by the way, email of the week from Tash. You could win email of the week. Ooh, and you could win. Wow. Yes. You should hold it up to the camera. The small business card. A little card. A small <laughs> business card. <laughs> on the back of here is a um, – Don't show them. They'll get words. The code. Oh, Someone's already oh, slowing. Yeah. No. Okay, the well, freeze frame. <laughs> I have more. Uh, winner. <laughs> <laughs> they freeze framed that moment. I very much want it. First person to. If you could freeze, freeze frame, frame. <laughs> I don't it's think. Yours. Like, do it. I'm do not. It. Fi- I'm not filming in 4K though, so I don't think you could zoom up on that. Yeah, that would be amazing. I can track that. Um, <laughs> we'll keep live updates. <laughs> uh, but yes, you get a free download of the Funny Man Dan, Funny Man Dan live, live comedy DVD comedy filmed DVD. in front of thousands of children. Thousands of it's kids at Hills location. Uh, it's, it's, it's. I hope it's funny because it's. Graham was, was going to be in it, but he was too busy. What was that true? Yeah, it was. Wow, probably Matt Jones took his spot. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he did all right. Too busy. He Matt Jones did all right. Yeah. All right. Hey, 
Hey, Dev. Dev. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, from Rachel Chia, team member Rachel Chia, real team I'm member, because we've talked about uh, Rachel before. In fact, I think last episode, she got the um, shout out, the team member shout out. I shout her out. You shout her out. She's do awesome. we have, by the way, do we have a shout out ready for today? Yes. I think one of you guys need to, we, we always give a shout out. Um, and we've started doing this as of a couple of episodes so ago. So we do a shout out from someone. I haven't had any no nominated. nominated shout out, so you guys can nominate a shout out. Right, okay. And it's just someone who's done an awesome job, done something amazing. Mm. Uh, near the end of the show, we'll give and a shout out. Because I haven't win. had any nominations on email. Right, and they will win a shout out. They will win a oh, shout out. And a, high five, and a virtual high five from us. Hey, Dave, Dan, and Jess, and Ben, and Graham. So many churches are run purely by volunteers. Can we fact check that? Uh, yeah, 38% <laughs> is that are true? run by staff, so the more is volunteer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. recovering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you encourage your church members, parents, young adults to be involved in volunteering? Not necessarily just in kids, but in church in general. Whoa. Oh my goodness, good question. For those who do serve to serve, choose to serve in kids, how do we encourage our volunteers to see the times that they're rostered on as an opportunity? Hmm. There's a word rostered in there, or if you have come from England, yeah. roted. Roted, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, some volunteers can be see being rostered on as a burden, as they know they have to prepare during the week to either teach or preach. All right, very really cool. Um, this is involved in full time. People working full time. <laughs> encouraging to watch the program. Okay. Said everything you just said there. It's amazing how she spelt that. It's amazing. It's uh, and I deciphered it. All right. Well, let's talk about this. This. Let me start off with this thought. I've I've got a thought of the day to start off with. Right. Uh, I've been thinking about this right because mm. we have a lot of kids in our services, mm. uh, and we want to. And as the Bible says, we want to train them up in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And we know that the, hopefully the way they should go is to be a part of serving. The Christian life is a life of service mm-hmm. and serving others. Mm-hmm. And so if it is that, then we have a junior leadership program Whoa. for our kids <sighs> who are get involved specifically uh, in areas like creative, praise and worship, sound and lights, helping out with our one to three-year-olds, our cubby houses. Mm-hmm. That is a very specific thing, but we really should be encouraging every single one of the kids in our church to serve. Mm. Let's be honest. If they make it, I feel like if, if kids make it through your entire ministry from zero to 12 without serving... Then, and you've but you've taught them the Bible. Yes, great. We've prayed for them. We've ministered them. Yes, great. But if they've never served a day in their life before the age of twelve, I yep. think we've missed an opportunity. Very good. Mm. So uh, that's my 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 thought of the day is that is like every kid find out some way to help them serve others. The way I tell kids, I say, Hey, where are you serving today? My question to kids is usually, Hey, who are you making church better for today? Mm-hmm. Uh, and because then kids' minds, that's a different question. That's 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 serving. But it's it, they get they may not understand what the word serve is, but uh, they understand the idea of making church great for somebody else. Yeah, that's good. So that's my that's my first thought. But let's keep talking about because if you don't serve before the age of twelve and you get to an adulthood and you've never served, then it's going to be very hard to get you to start. Mm. That's my thought there. Anybody want to add to that thought? <laughs> well, I think like, I think that's true. Yes. Yes. I remember Nathan when I first came on start, or way before I came on start. Jess's husband Nathan McLean, check yeah. back check. Uh, cor- oh, Nathan Jemima McLean. Yes. Jemima, yes. <laughs> Carry on. Um, I remember him saying once, but in one of our meetings, or whatever, how a kid's worldview is formed by the age of ten. Correct. And their idea of everything around him, and how important is you know what we're teaching him and stuff. And the same thing with leadership and serving principles, and their idea around it is formed by the age of ten. Right. And so when they're going into their JLP programs and stuff, like do they have a healthy worldview of what it is to serve in our church mm, and help great. you know um, lead and flourish in the area, which is like on the back of that, I think is really important. And I love what we get to do with Hills with that. 
we have a volunteer in our team called Emily. And her job on Sundays is to get all the JLPs that are serving that weekend, mm-hmm. get, sit down with them and talk through where they're serving. They all say what they've been doing. They ask about how their KDG Plus is going at home, which is a, the discipleship uh, tool we have. A journal, yep. Journal, yep. And um, they talk throughout what are you going to do to help make, pretty much your same question, to help make another kid's week better this week. Like in your Very serving, good. what are you doing specifically this week? What are you going to work on specifically on lights to make it better than what mm-hmm. you were last week? What are you going to do in the cubby house room, the one to three-year-olds, to make it better than it was last week? And so she sits down, she sits down with them and gives them a tangible point to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's um, that's that's amazing. Like that is so valuable. Now, not everybody can do that, mm. uh, and sometimes with volunteers, basically, you guys are in a position where people have the space to do that, and that's what we're trying to create. Mm. Uh, I think um, to getting people to serving, just in serving in general. Is that idea of uh, you've got to serve for a greater purpose. You've got to have a reason. In my book, if only you knew, <laughs> sponsor of the show today, uh, which is which is the latest book from Hillsong Kids, uh, that it talks all about. Thank you, Graham. Sorry, I was just giving you. <laughs> you, you wanted to read it no, now. I, I get just, it. Yeah, no, I you were that excited. No, but the idea there is uh, do. If you're volunteers, like if you're, she's talking about here about volunteers who may not see the value in it or. They need to see it as an opportunity. <laughs> Dan messing with the screens, which is a, uh, a common occurrence on our podcast, mm-hmm. if you watch the video. Uh, how do you see it as an opportunity? Well, they've, you, you want to help them say, here's, what, here's a win for you today. Here's a way that you can feel like you've accomplished something. Mm. If you do this and you did this, I think you'll feel like you've accomplished something today. Mm-hmm. And talking about that, so what are those things that you can accomplish? And there's lots of things. Um, and they're different for every person. Let's well, let's get some thoughts. Graham, at the end of a weekend service, mm. right, or mm. a weekend, mm. uh, is there anything that you feel like if you've done mm. in your role mm. that you go, okay, that was a good weekend. Mm. I did this and I feel like I accomplished something. I didn't just rock up and felt like I was just contributing nothing. Yeah. What for you was it? Um, I think overall, and it's probably the same for, I think, anyone who's being encouraged to serve anywhere is for them to understand the significance of anything they've done and the part that they play, not just to tick some boxes on a kid's ministry, like right. to get through or to host a service, like start showing people to their seats or being on the doors or whatever they're going to be doing as a function in any service. I think it's for them to understand that they're not just fulfilling a function, they're actually building the kingdom. Right. And I think there's probably layers of understanding for people to see that and i think at the end of my weekend if i've if i've engaged with people to build community or to connect them to a greater vision any any of those big picture things about connecting connecting them across the life of our church all those sorts of things if i can feel like i've built the kingdom instead of just fulfilled a function and just ticked a box on something Mm -hmm. that's when i feel like there's a depth of contribution that actually fulfills me. Great. And I think when we encourage other volunteers to see that, that they're mm. not just fulfilling a roster, mm. they're not just uh, doing a function for us for the service to happen, but when they're doing the function, they're doing that, yeah, but they're also building the kingdom. Like there's great significance to mm. what they're mm. doing. Yeah, that's good. And that everyone then becomes part of something bigger than just 
themselves. And it's scriptural too, isn't it? That we're all part of the body. Like we're all, yep. we're all, that we're all different things, but we all form something way bigger than ourselves. Otherwise right. people just get really demoralized because they didn't get to do that function that they know right. they should have done, you know? Yeah. So well, overall it's a big picture thing. Here's what I'm hearing you say, Graham. Mm. <laughs> Not only, uh, some people would be fulfilled by doing the work of the ministry. Mm. It's almost as if though, you're fulfilled by encouraging people to do the work of the ministry. Yeah. Mm. And I think as a leader, that's your perspective. It's not mm. just about what you can accomplish no. ministry-wise. It's it's you going, you need to be fulfilled by the fact of uh, encouraging others to do the work of the yeah. ministry. Mm. Uh, that's probably a good way of putting it. And I for think. them to see what they're actually doing. Because yes. they're not actually just uh, scrubbing a bench to get ready for a KDG. And they're not just taking someone to their seat. That's yeah. the that's the function, that's the actual practicality of it. What they're actually doing is building community. They're yeah. setting the literally sometimes setting the table for kids to mm. find themselves in community. Like there's always something far more significant to anything that they're a part of. Like no matter what it is, and I think when people see that, that's when they see the opportunity in what they're doing. Yeah. Like they gotcha. see like it's not just hey, can you come and do XYZ? It's like that's it's the famous what versus the why. Yeah, yeah. And I think if we can dial in people's understanding of that, man, that people will line up to volunteer because they're like, yes. I'm not just doing a little thing. I'm doing a big thing. 100%. One Significance. Thing, one thing I have learned yes. is, uh, and I fully believe, that you can't outgive church. Ooh. I've tried. Right. And I have, I've always received back more than I've given. Mm. Um, and times where I haven't, always has been because of my attitude and something I needed to grow through yeah. rather than rather than um, the situation the situation I was yeah. in. Something was blocking the flow. So Ooh. people have said, Oh, you've you know, you've done all this stuff as a volunteer uh, volunteer for so many years. Why would you do that? And I'm like, I've had the ability to grow in in a, yeah, in a skill and yeah, craft, yeah. be able to minister the back. kids. Yeah, yeah. All this sort of stuff has yeah, been is, yeah. is so valuable. We've, yeah. Dave and I've had experiences that people in the film and television industry wouldn't never get a start in. We've, yeah. we've had no training. No, yeah. no, we're not even good at it. But <laughs> <laughs> but we've done it for ten years and no one's told us to stop. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> the ability to grow and stuff, and so. Uh, Encouraging your people and getting them to see the bigger picture yeah. is, is something really going to help. Yeah. Now, f- quick fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Uh, Proverbs 22.6 is mm. train your child in the ways. Yes, Correct. thank you. Very good. Mm. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12 uh, is many bodies and one part. And yeah. <laughs> many bodies and one part. <laughs> yep, carry many on. Parts. That's exactly the verse. Fact check that fact check. <laughs> Different and Psalm 84.10 is better... One day in your courts and thousand elsewhere, which is what we're talking That's about. A good reference. And I want to say to you, Dave, yes. you had a great quote. You said, "If kids, if they spend their entire time, their entire time here not serving, they've missed an opportunity." Right, Dave Wakeley, two thousand nineteen. I said that. Yep. Now that is also true in tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. As a waiter. Right. If mm-hmm. you if you don't take your time so to many serve. applications to um, this quote as a motorist avoiding okay, obstacles okay so what you're saying sorry if you don't <laughs> oh, no, if you, if you play tennis sorry, hang on. Yeah. so what you're saying is if you play tennis and for 12 years and never serve never serve you really you're not really missed tennis opportunity <laughs> to uh, win okay. yeah. missed opportunity to win I, I'm following you now yeah all right, question number two from Carly. Team member Carly, say hi to Carly, everybody. Hi, hi Carly. Carly. Now, listen, Carly, listen hi, Carly. to this. Dan Learcher, we, we need to address Carly. This is serious. Uh, I've, I've got a bone to oh, pick We, we do. Don't know if you remember me, but I was at Hillsong College in the city 2014, 2015. Uh, yes, Carly. Yeah. Um, in fact, Dan. Don't, yeah, we don't really. I live streamed into your wedding. Wow. 
So I we, sat there at some random me. time <laughs> and watched you get married to your sweetheart, hey, Jacob. I, I'm just going to pull down. He's so upset his microphone's peaking. I sat there commenting with everyone else from Australia. I don't know whether you I was remember. at Dan, your wedding. Dan, he was at your wedding. I don't know if you remember me. So what we're saying is... I don't yes. know if you remember me. I don't know if you invested some of your time looking at the Did you send him a gift? Carly, you've, you've pulled yes. off the impossible Did and you? offended no. Dan Lee Archer. <laughs> I've never happened before. All right, so we remember you. Yes, we of course, Carly. Carly we do. I wasn't Carly and Jacob, uh, I'm loving the podcast. Yes, awesome. Thank you, team member Carly and Jacob. Um, she's got five, qu- six questions here. Wow, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll see what we get through. Uh, but because I want to talk, I want to do want to focus a little bit on. Make sure we talk about creative. Good mm-hmm. uh, for for Ben because that's yes. that's all he knows. It's relevant. That's all I know. That's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but also, uh, I want to try and get thing. questions that Graham will Limited. respond to as a big picture. <laughs> Someone who's doing part of his role as kids. Great. Well, um, let me see. Okay. Okay. Well, this is one we've never talked about before, and but. Hopefully, you'll be able to contribute a little bit to this. Similar to the first question. Well, I haven't got to the first question yet, but uh, what is your songwriting process? What are some tips you have for writing kids' songs? Mm. In brackets, that aren't too cheesy. Mm. Um, okay, so... Uh, I feel like I'm best qualified <laughs> for that. Um, yes, I'd like to jump in on this. Um, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, I'll say this about songwriting. I only do cheesy ones. So only do I'm cheesy? Out. I'm out. Uh, do you know that famous song, I think I'm going to throw up? Think I'm gonna throw up my hands and praise the Lord. Ever heard of that? Wow, that is wow. the ultimate. I feel yes. like wow, that's, <laughs> that's actually a song. <laughs> yep, it's a true story. Use that for free, guys. I think I'm gonna throw up. I don't know where it came from. Uh, I've just the, from I, the pit of someone's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So that would be an example. So again, it's a fun song for kids. That is um, a fun song. But it's it's definitely uh, it's, it's it's making a point. Definitely making a point somehow. There's a point in there. Songwriting is the trickiest, most difficult, um, the most intense, I think, creative thing you can do. Like, uh, it's people don't, you don't want to approach it lightly. Um, and whenever you hear our songwriters talk about their songwriting process in church, that's always, it's, it's very, there's, there's something very deep about it. And it's, but also, the reason it's so difficult is because so little of what you produce gets used. Mm. If we film an episode of the podcast, it's very rare that we go, oh, that wasn't good enough. Because <laughs> we're just desperate to get podcast episodes out. Mm. If you, um, <laughs> if you're cooking, desperate, very rare. <laughs> yes. We just got to, you know, we're on the train well, now. Well, if this episode gets used, we'll know that it's quite low. <laughs> Where is the bar? If you're a cook Could and you're making cookies, baseline, yeah. you you don't throw away too many of it. You might burn them every now and then, but you use most of what you produce. Right. If you're an artist, you don't throw away too many of your. But so what I'm saying is, the output for songwriting is like a such a low mm-hmm. uh, percentage of your work to compare to your output if you're really putting out stuff that is that is good then you're only going to use a very very small amount maybe one in ten of, a, mm. of the songs you mm. write that's why it's so hard because mm. other creative ventures I haven't written ten songs <laughs> other creative ventures the, the <laughs> is a higher I'll say this is a much in other creative art forms is a much higher output. Yeah. You, you don't throw yeah. away as much as you do yeah, in songwriting, yeah, which right. is makes it very demoralizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're okay with that, <laughs> go being demoralized, it. then go for <laughs> it. Uh, there's, there are, yeah, so that's that's my first thought about songwriting. Yeah. Pro, do you any thoughts on songwriting, it's, Ben? It's tough. I remember I had some mates. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. I remember it was Pepsi Max that mm. board. Um, I remember in high school I had some mates. We used to write songs and perform at some pubs, and we would just write them on the spot. Right. And they're still on YouTube, and they are horrible. <laughs> they're absolutely so bad. And I, wow. and, I, and I was like, this is really tough. And I thought, 
I came to college originally to do like songwriting stuff. Yep. It is so, so hard. Like to understand like one, get it theologically correct if you're doing a Christian song. That's important. Yep. Like that's very important. I love that at our church we have people that are checking over every lyric that's written to make sure it is sound. That's mm-hmm. really important. That. But um, all of our kids' songs go through the same process as yeah. all of our growing up songs. And like once you get even just past that stage, making sure it's sound, like making it sound good and people want to listen to it and engaging, um, like it's mind blowing. I have I've not been able to produce a song I even liked. Right. <laughs> like it's but I listen to other people who can just they can get melodies off really well, but then they can't do lyrics that well and then they write with someone else who can write words really well but can't play an instrument to save their life. Yes. But so it's struggle straight. So you've, what you've, we've you've done a few albums over here. What few we've established is that it's <laughs> almost don't impossible. It. It's a borderline impossible. Not even but you've done a few now and you just did one last year. Yep, hundred percent. How was that? Uh, that was well okay, here's our last album. Uh, can you believe it? Uh, which is on you, you can, can listen to it right album. now on all our streaming platforms. Um, was those another, was interesting. another album, but yeah, sure. And there was yeah, another was last <laughs> album. Dan's album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last album we did was Funny Man Dan's album called Songs of Some Songs Silliness. Of some Here's the thing, we do this great album. We put every song he wrote on that. There was no bar. Output was very high. Okay, so let's let me clarify. Here's the thing about those last two albums that we did. They were, that was like we had spent years making songs and we just kind of put them together. We obviously made them better, but that was like... We hadn't done a kids album at Hillsong Kids since 2009, I think, 2012. And so we took a break and there was this kind of backload, mm. backload, backlog, backlog, backlog of songs that had collected. So it wasn't too hard because we had lots of time. We are looking to do a new kids album, new Hillsong Kids album in the future. I don't know when it'll happen, but it will happen eventually. And at the moment, how many songs do we have? Zero. 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 What is zero what is in Spanish? Nada? Not. <laughs> There's nothing at the Nada. moment. So I'm terrified of the next album because we're starting with a blank slate. And as we know, a blank piece of paper is the most terrifying thing to an artist. We haven't still talked about the process. <laughs> um, but I would say... Do you write your songs based on themes or is it just yes. as the wind blows? Yeah. I would say this. Do you sit down and go, we're going to write some songs about righteousness or we're going to write songs mm. about God's family or we're going to write songs about X, Y, Z. Anytime you can, anytime you can give yourself a restriction, it's yeah. great for it the creative process. Great. So if you want to write a kid's song, think, start without an idea. What do I want to write a kid's song about? Yeah. Let's write a kid's song about being humble. Yeah, great. Right. Now I've got to think about how in the world I can tack that at uh, multiple different angles. Do I want to do a song where someone's bragging and then someone else is saying, "Why you need to be humble, be oh. humble, oh. you don't look right, too down. much yourself or something like that, right? <laughs> Ask Moses. What was that, what was that line? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do everything bit. yourself. Don't look too much at yourself. And don't look uh, too much at yourself. Yeah, that needs right. work. So, so that have, first line you, was great. You can, <laughs> have, you can have that or you could... You could do you go through some scriptures and do that. Do you, you think about audience much? <clears throat> like, and obviously Never. kids, but do you think about audience in terms of like where and when it's going to get sung? Like, who's going to be list? Like, who's going to be singing it in mm. what context? Because yes, because there are, we have done age. Like, it, even within kids, there'd be junior songs, like yeah. preschool songs, and then old songs. So yes, you think about because some songs we could be sung by zero to twelve. Yeah, uh, one to twelve maybe, maybe not zero, uh, but they enjoy it though. Mm. Yeah. And some songs would be maybe for older kids, mm. uh, but yeah, there's. Look, I think I think what we're saying is we need to do a whole songwriting episode. Yeah. If you're listening to this, uh, I would like you to write in I'm questions too. Next Friday. 
<laughs> I would like you to email questions about songwriting and kids worship. If if you're interested in hearing more, we need your questions yes. to the vault at hillsong.com. And if we get enough questions, we'll do a whole episode devoted to it. Deal? Ooh, that's Ooh, great. That's right. Get back there's, a, there's a lot yeah, we can talk about, but uh, but only if you're interested. Sophie. Um, all right. Ooh, okay. This is a good oh, one. Oh, hang on. Before you go on, yes. mm. send to me for fact check. I'll oh, fact check. This is a little game for Ben. Uh, yep. Graham, you can help out. Dave, okay. you know how to play. Yeah, and I'm everyone right. at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of these are official published Hillsong songs? Mm. All right. Now, Hillsong only published the best. Yep. What, so we've out of these titles, which ones are, are official? You're going to give us what? A and B? And no, no. Oceans? Mm hmm. Do we, tell you straight away? Do we tell you straight away? No, I'm going to give you uh, that. Okay. Uh, oh, we can. You Oceans? Y- yes. I'm going to say that is yes. an official title. It's not really the official title, but carry on. Where Feet May Fail? Yeah. yeah. <coughs> One Way? Oh. Yes. Yep. One Way okay. Jesus, yeah. Oh, Little Green Pea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember seeing that one on Sunday. I guess it's a no. Uh, that is how you spell polydactylism. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I think we signed that one a couple of weeks ago. Just oh, after who I, who I say. Him. I see where you're going with this. It was a powerful Archer. moment. Uh, dandy candy eating handy hands. That one's on your album. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jesus woohoo. Okay, so yes, that 100%. is correct. And the last one is wash your hands before you poop. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what did you sing that one? Wash your hands before. <laughs> it's always before. <laughs> okay, so uh, for the audience listening, Dan is all of these songs are published by Hillsong. Every single one of them. <laughs> because um, <laughs> polydactylism. Yeah. Po- this is how you spell polydactylism. Would you like me to sing it for you? Go. Oh, little green. Pea. Oh, little green pea. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, little I remember that. One. Oh, won't you? Something talk for to me. me. Talk to me. Oh, I remember watching that. So I remember one called Floss Like a Boss. Okay. Which this is literally a Hillsong. He goes. No, it goes. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> um, I remember you doing this. Tell, tell your teeth who is boss. Make sure you floss. Okay. If you've ever seen a. So here's, here's the deal. Whenever we make a video and somebody makes up a song or says anything, uh, on the Hillsong movie, if you've ever seen that, um, Taya, one of our amazing worship leaders, sings Jesus. Woo-hoo. Yeah, uh, Joel says, make up a song. And so she goes, uh, Jesus, woohoo. That's, that's an official that's an official. <laughs> In fact, that's her first song she's ever written. So because Royalties. when you make a movie, it's not a, it's just about like it's they just cover all the bases legally. Yeah. So then cuz if we if you didn't yeah, it, music can be used in nefarious ways by anybody if you don't look after what you've created. So, so we, the movie people go, well we need to register that as a song. So if we we just were to sing a song on right this now. podcast. Yeah, has to go. Uh, no. Oh. Yeah. Well, the humble songs already. <laughs> <laughs> so we've. So yes, uh, this is song. that is how you spell polydactylism. Is a is a hip hop song uh, sung <laughs> by Emergency. Doctor Emergency. On one of our videos. Wiki 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 wiki. So it's not a long song. Wow. Um, uh, oh, wow wow. Uh, but polydactylism. What is it, Dan? Gosh. It's a disease of the skin, isn't it? I don't know. Polydactylism. Like Many polydactyl. Many dinosaurs. Sounds like a dinosaur. Dactyl. <laughs> Many different dinosaurs. I don't think it was a like a bad disease. No, as opposed we to we wouldn't a good have done disease. something horrible. <laughs> it's a good disease. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, no, it's a congenial physical abnormality in humans and animals. Supernumerary toes. <laughs> it means you get more... It's someone with, there's a picture here with someone, someone with, with ten with toes fingers. on both sides. Ten toes? <laughs> wow. That's freaky. This little piggy went to the market. This little piggy... There's too many piggies. Eight toes on one foot okay. and nine on the other. That's She's a, got polydactylism. <laughs> yeah, polydactylism. Okay. So... There you go. It's something a doctor would know about. We really, we really dropped down that rabbit. <laughs> we really helped you, Carly. Mm. All right. <coughs> so let's let's go again. By the way, just so you know, and how do you spell? We it? get through far less questions with four people. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a big one. I want to talk maths. about this. Uh, what are your expectations for people you would see as key team members outside of a Sunday? Ooh. So your leaders who lead teams do they oh, have wow. responsibilities for their role midweek? Important midweek. Uh, or is their role strictly Sundays only? Just in case you're wondering, the main way that we grow our teams in Hillsong Kids is we have a key team structure, and we really focus on that. Because if you've got a strong core key team, mm -hmm. key being um, this is the, the core of our team, mm. the people who are dedicated, committed, and who are uh, delegated authority, mm. uh, that we really value that as a, as a concept, as an idea, because mm. our services are so wide, eight services in the city, Location, that's a very wide team. Mm -hmm. So we need a core key team. So key teams and action. Key teams. <laughs> so what do you say? So what you is literally in a creative last night? I don't know anything about kids ministry except for building teams. <laughs> <laughs> so you better have a good answer here. So Specifically key teams. So talk about the responsibilities that your key team would have um, in creative. For creative. Because so that's interesting. There's a lot of midweek to do. There is a lot of midweek. So for creative, at our Hills campus, which is the biggest one we, around, we do 26 praise and worship services on a Sunday. And alone, yeah. So praise and like that includes songs, like praise and worship songs, and then a preaching element, whether it be Every on the week. screen or like an actual live preacher. So that's a lot of services to happen on a Sunday. So we have to make sure we have people overseeing different areas of that. So for me at Hills, we have a lot of different areas that have I've delegated authority to in different things. So we have someone that oversees all our mornings. So for creative, he problem solves anything that comes on. Um, he makes sure all our teams are in their roster positions. Everyone's got everything they need. And his job is just to float between and make sure everything's happening mm -hmm. really well. We have people that oversee our rostering because we have to roster a bunch of musicians for every different uh, and vocalists and singers for every different service. So we have a team that look after the vocal rostering, the musician rostering. We also have a creative events team. So someone who looks after our creative events team, which is making sure there's people dressed up as characters walking around outside, making sure there's stage design in our different state, making sure that the rooms all look really good. I think the, mm -hmm. the key with that in all these different areas is what I value a lot is bringing them all together and actually sharing with them what the what the core heart of what we're doing and reinforcing that. Very good. Because midweek for them, they all have different responsibilities, like every single one of them. So rostering midweek. Um, to make that easier again, though, because um, everyone's work weeks are different. Like we have mums in our team. We have, you know, kids who are 16. We have college students in our team, we have a very different age brackets and stuff. So my goal with anyone on key team is I want to make it work for everyone in their own personal situation. Because on your volunteer teams as well, you'll have mums with, you know, four kids and during the week they may not have enough time to help out with a lot of stuff. So you want to make sure that if they're still on your key team, you want to give them some responsibility because that's how they feel empowered and feel like they're winning and what they're doing. And it's helping you as well because it's taking your hands off something so you can focus more on pastoring your kids and your people, which Absolutely. is what you're called to do. 
Um, so with what I've done with that is like we get together at certain times to do tasks together. So they're still doing something midweek and I'll make it work for them. It'll be a night time or it'll be maybe a Sunday after church we'll get together. Um, I still consider that after, serv- after church being like a midweek thing because it's not actually happening during our services. So it's a separate time to that and mm. we'll get through some tasks. But yeah, I think That's it's it. m- more just reinforcing the like why behind you do it and then you through that, working with people in different scenarios and situations and be like, what can you do? What can you actually help out with? And Individualising yeah, a plan for each person, treating people like an individual and go, well, what's the most, what, how can you help and fit into this big picture? Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a trickier way to f- function instead of everybody's doing this. Yeah. But I think it's worth it. I um, think it's very valuable and very important with us in kids' ministry though because we have, it's not like one, it's not like youth where everyone's, every youth leader right. Yeah, it's a very wide range of, yeah. of people in different life stages. Yeah. A uh, key team, Graham, give us a, give us a quick one. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Um, like, especially midweek. Yeah. Midweek. I think, um, in terms of their responsibilities, I think obviously it's all contextual. So not everyone's responsibility is going to look the same in the mm-hmm. week, but the ones that can, um, obviously you're going to encourage them the most to give as much time as they can. And some people will be giving more hours than others. It mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't make them less value if they can't because mm. it's more sometimes a question of uh, capacity yeah. and time. Often the most high capacity dialed in leaders have got the least amount of time because they're genuinely better, like they've got different jobs or they're working harder or they've right. got different things. So you've got to be able to dial in where people are, what their capacity is versus how much time they have. And sometimes it's the other way around. People who have a lot of time Mm. might necessarily have the highest capacity Correct. and it's dialing in those things and often we look at time as the most valuable thing yeah, oh right. they're here the most they're the most present they can do the most but they might necessarily be the most uh, capable people and that's when sometimes things can fall over or things can fail because you've expected too much from someone who's just got all the time in the world yeah, exactly. uh, versus someone who's got higher capacity but can do things a lot better because they've got different skill sets or whatever so right. sometimes you're expect, you're, you have to dial in your expectation on people versus their capacity. That's and good. just because they can't be there for your key team meeting at a specific time in the middle of the day mm. uh, because they've got jobs, they've got kids, they've got other things to do, doesn't mean that they're less value to you. You just yeah. have to work out how they can be uh, still contribute at a high level. Yep. Uh, and that's a big challenge across the church in general because time we, we always give time the most mm. value, but mm-hmm. it's not always the yeah. most valuable thing. 100%. And when they meet, <clears throat> wow, that's when it really dials in. Amazing. All right, and if you would like to know more about our key team structure, send us an email at thevault at hillsong.com. A little quote for you, David. Yes, Daniel. It says, is it, if everyone is moving forward together, then success will take care of itself. Who Amazing. said that, Dan? Uh, Henry Ford. Who's he? Who we all know was a father of four. Personally, we all know him. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's a father of one. I think he invented the Ford. bikes. Yeah, he invented <laughs> electric bikes. Okay, so uh, we want to... Now, here's the thing, everybody. I'm, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've got... Dan, we've, never, we've barely got anything done. We're, we've we've had fine. too much fun. We chatted to Tash. I've got. We've talked about Tash, and we've got to yeah, Carly. Is there a time limit on this podcast? Are we moving forward together? We are moving forward together. Success. Success. Oh, success. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap this up with a couple. There's Carly here. Okay, I'll wrap this up. This there's question. a time limit on this podcast. Is, is oh, really? Who's Carly? Well, we we, we keep Where's it to clock? about 40 minutes. Right. And now I've hit 44. Uh, so we're over. According to me, now. gone. Tell everyone to dial it to one. Well, we didn't start exactly. So I'm. We're going to wrap this up here. Well, you you want to keep You want to make people 
leave people wanting more. Ooh. You don't want to over, you know what I'm saying? Right. So read half a question, then we'll, end. Wow. we'll finish it. And then everyone. Oh, we can I do that. What, half a question? And then All right. we can answer it. Come back next week. Speaking, <laughs> she goes, she talked about latest trends, which I, uh, question five though goes, speaking of latest trends, is TikTok big in Australia right now as well? All right, well, we're going to answer that next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we research what TikTok, TikTok we do is, this? I know I'm on TikTok. Uh, on I know TikTok. Uh, but we don't. Let's do that. Let's let's leave it for next week's episode. Ooh. Can we do Ooh. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back next week, and we're going to talk about TikTok. We're going to start the show. We're talking about TikTok. I need to not, make a note of Not the of watch. Yeah. Not the watch. No. A few um, po- a few podcasts ask a question to their their guests, right? And they say, if you want to hear the answer, please subscribe and pay us money. <laughs> but we I'm just say, come back, next, come week. back next week. So Send thanks for joining us to Graham for the first time ever, to Ben for the first time ever. Not the problem. Um, we're giving email of the week is going to Carly because we did pay her out quite hard. Yeah. Who's Carly? <laughs> Don't you remember? And you read a she went to the... Yeah. No. He doesn't no? remember. Okay, so, uh, but for the first time ever... And I need to write, I'll write this down. Stick around after the show on YouTube for the Vault Unlocked. Oh, what? Our exclusive, what did our exclusive bonus training session for kids, leaders, and pastors. Today with Ben, and his topic is going oh, to be snap. the keys to key team. Whoa. Oh, what the oh, heck? Oh. He was uh, withholding. I was so, so if you're listening on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or anything else, this is only available on YouTube on our channel. So visit that Hillsong Kids Leadership search for that. Also, check us out Hillsong Kids for ki- content for kids. Funny Man Dan for content for funny and Hillsong Kids Leadership which is the, this channel which is for adults and growing ups uh, also uh, if you want to know more about the book then search if only you knew Hillsong it'll come up you can buy that in bulk for your team we give it to every new volunteer you should too thanks for coming everybody say goodbye to our team bye to the team bye team bye, bye. to the team